yo, 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 what's the deal? It's your boy Quan, the most handsome host of all time, and we back with wrestling with the homies. Now, as always, I am joined by my good friend Jake Cooley. Yeah, peace. And my boy, my boy, Sylvan LeCute. Green juices in the morning. You know me, God body. Oh, he got oh, the man. he got the green Your... juice this week. He got no the green. More, First of all, no mushroom, mushroom coffee. Straight ginger, baby. Ginger, cucumber, oh, apple, man. kale. He got the we got we call that the shameless drink. The ginger. <laughs> hey, <laughs> relax. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That's crazy. <laughs> that was insane. But you know what else is insane? These topics that we gotta get into. So we got to get into this ratings discussion because we always talk about ratings on these podcasts. We always talk about ratings on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. But as a fan, why do these numbers matter? Like, why? But first, before we get into that, we got to talk about Austin Theory because we got an Austin Theory problem. Uh... Don't laugh. (laughs) Don't laugh because y'all know Austin Theory is my guy. Now, Austin Theory is one of... The younger WWE superstars, he, he's only, what, 25? I think he just turned. He might have just 26, turned 26, 26, like, last week. Mm-hmm. 26 years old. At one point, it was looking like Austin Theory was the next. Matter of fact, I think that might have been his nickname at one point. The now or the next Austin Theory. Vince McMahon was in charge, and he was pushing Austin Theory to the top. Vince McMahon is never on TV, but Vince McMahon made it a mission to do segments with this boy. I call him a boy because he was only 24 at the time. Yeah. Vince McMahon made it his mission to do segments with this boy every single week on Monday Night Raw. His career trajectory was looking very John Cena, Roman Reigns-ish. And then at some point, all that kind of changed. Austin Theory won the Money in the Bank title. We already know what happened with that. He cashed in for the for the United States Championship and lost. And then he ended up winning the U.S. Championship anyway, and it kind of just didn't make sense. And it seemed like the boy lost his way along the way. Oh man, what happened to Austin Theory? Right now, Austin Theory is U.S. Champion, but by the time you hear this, he might not be U.S. Champion because we just don't know at this point. It's looking like it's real bad for Austin Theory, and to be honest. I don't think it's his fault. Of course not. I don't think it's Austin Theory's fault that he is looking this way at all. I blame your boy Triple H. Of course. One thing that, yeah, yeah, I blame Triple H, and I'll tell you why. One thing that's needed for wrestlers to prosper is feuds, storylines, something. You can't just be on TV wrestling random one-on-one matches with people that, don't escalate past this week. Like it, it don't, it don't work like that. Fans are not going to get invested in seeing you just wrestle random one-offs. We got to see you in a rivalry with someone. It don't have to be anybody that's in the main event. It could just be anybody. We saw Austin theory in a main event level feud with John Cena six months ago. You know who's who Austin theory has feuded with since WrestleMania. Um, yeah, no, he had a match with Shane Miz. Uh, nobody. nobody. Austin Theory has not had a single feud since WrestleMania. You expect you expect us as wrestling fans to be in, invested in someone who hasn't had a single feud in six, seven months? No, mm. it's impossible. 
So this 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 run, this lackluster U.S. title run, unfortunately, it's not his fault. He's still a tremendous wrestler. He can go in the ring. He can talk. I know Sylvan's going to sit here and say that he's not convincing in his role because he says it in the group chat every other day. Let's be honest. Austin Theory is convincing. When he talks, we believe what he says. Every time he's out there, people react. Whether they're booing, whether they're cheering, they react. He's not just coming out to crickets every week. People are reacting to him when he's on TV. It's just he has nothing to do when he's on TV. So I'm chalking this up to another Triple H fumble. Austin Theory's lackluster run is all on Triple H's shoulders. It's not his fault. What you want it's to definitely say, not his fault. Uh, I'm with Quan, man. It's it's definitely it's not crazy. his fault. Um, it's booking. You gotta you gotta you gotta charge it to the game. It's booking. I mean, what the last time it was John Cena? Uh, that was a squash match. Blah blah blah. I'm thinking it was going to be some more new feuds, but nothing happened. He's looking nothing. like he's sweat. So you guys are saying that he's not over because he doesn't have any decent feuds. No, 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 no. That's where you're wrong because he okay. is over. He's over. He's over. He gets reactions. He's over. His run is just lackluster. It's giving very us stale. no moments. It's very stale. Does Does Austin Theory really get reactions for real? Yeah. Yeah. He's... He's no, not he getting L.A. Knight reactions or like <laughs> Cody Rhodes reactions, but people yeah, will make no of any. No, 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 they don't. They don't really care. And we know this. Like, oh, we, we know people don't really care about Austin Theory. And look, Austin Theory, like you're, you're reading this, you know, you're watching this. You know, I'm not going to I'm going to tell you everything that John Cena told you, man. Like, you are a tremendous athlete. I think you can speak on the phone. I think you have a great look. <laughs> I think you're young. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think. I think you have the world ahead of you, but you don't have a character. You don't have a personality, bro. Like, what is what is Austin Theory's personality? What is his character? What is it? He's a brash, confident young no, man who yeah. thinks that he, he calls himself the now because he thinks that his time is now. Like, that's he, so Austin like Theory. that's not a character. That's just that's just like that's just attributes. That's that's not a character though. Like, what is his character? Like, who is he? That's his character. It's. I, so I can't, I can't say that that's not a character because when I think of someone with no character, I think of someone like Johnny Gargano, who literally you can't you can't tell me any traits about Johnny Gargano other than he wrestles. Yeah, I mean Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano, good, but like who John, is he? Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory to me don't have any character, and they're not they're not charismatic enough, in my opinion, to be like to 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 like garner any type of like just natural heat or natural praise. Like they are very characterless people. They have all the attributes, but they don't have anything that we can really stick to. And like the brash, like the brash confident person isn't really enough. That's like, that's like stick, stick and pace heel tactics. It's just like, Oh yeah, go out yeah, there and be brash and go out there and be this, be out. That's be very out bare that. minimum. Yeah. It's, it's, not, like, it's bare minimum. It's, it's like, not a character. Like, he just doesn't have a character. The guy is the guy's vanilla ice cream, man. Like you'll have it, you know, it's cool, but you're not about to be out here like, let me get that scoop of vanilla. Like you want to try all the other flavors? Nah, vanilla is a great, it's a great vanilla flavor. I'm not nice saying sometimes. it's not good. No, I'm, I'm not saying, saying it's good. I'm not sometimes saying it's good. I want a scoop of vanilla. Sometimes, vanilla but not all, all the, time, but not man. all the time, but not all the time. It's okay. It's not. All right, all right, coolie. All right, man. All right, all right. You, you, you don't even eat ice cream. You don't even eat ice cream. Okay, like I, we know if it's non-dairy. If it's non-dairy. All right, all right. So look. My whole point is that I don't think we can blame this 100% on booking. I think that 
we have to look at the character of someone, right? Like LA Knight hasn't had a feud in a year. And the guys and who's the reason LA the the reason LA Knight got over was because of that feud with Bray Bray Wyatt. Okay. I don't agree with that. Shout out to Bray. Shout out to what was his last what was his last what was his last feud since then? He hasn't really had one since then. But he's but still over. I will say Yeah, yeah. That's so like, and I because will Because he has say a that. character. It wasn't like he was like running around like, oh, I don't have a feud. Mm. I can't do get over. Like, nah, people just gravitated towards him. Because he has a character. He has some he has catchphrases. He's so, so what's his character? The, what's he, his it, character? What's what's so different about his character than Austin Theory's character? Other Rock than it's working. Cold. LA Knight has ca- has catchphrases that remind you of the of the attitude. Okay, but era. I'm not talking about catchphrases. Austin Theory has catchphrases. What's his character? Because if yeah. you're saying that Austin Theory has no character, but you like LA Knight, what's LA Knight's character? LA Knight's character is reminiscent of the attitude era. I didn't That's ask what it's it reminiscent is. of. I want to know what it is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's reminiscent of the attitude era. It's a it's a I reminiscent can tell you of the Seth Rollins era character. character. Seth Rollins is eccentric. He's 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 pretty much WWE's Joker. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you, I can tell you Roman Reigns' character. He's the tribal chief. He's a tribal leader. Yeah. What's LA Knight? He's a megastar. That's his whole character. Nah. <laughs> the biggest right. megastar. It really is. The sunglasses, LA Knight. Everybody's saying it. I'm the biggest of all time. You know what I mean? That is his whole character. It's the, it's the reason why, in my opinion, him and The Miz are going to do great work because The Miz yeah. is the biggest star. You know, biggest star in sports entertainment. I think that's his whole that's or Hollywood, you know, that's been yeah, his gimmick Hollywood. for like the past 10 years. So you you pair that with someone who's like, I'm the biggest megastar in sports entertainment. It's like that's a clash. Oh, it's like, OK, we have a story here, you know, but with Austin Theory, you he does need feuds, in my opinion. But it's because he doesn't have a character. If he had a character, he could probably skate away without having a few feuds. So that's 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 a tough argument to make, though, for the simple fact that when he was on Raw, feuding with these guys. He was feuding with Seth Rollins, feuding with Bobby Lashley. He was over. Let's not just pretend like he was coming out to crickets. He was rocking out here. It's not until he got drafted to SmackDown and literally nothing happened. My That's thing, when we soured on him. I mean, the real thing is that, you know, if we want to be honest, the real reason why he's not over is because we didn't push the button on his super aggressive character. Like, remember when yeah, he came out and true. he was just, like, losing it? And we were like, oh, mm-hmm. this is kind of like, like some edge, like, edge, like, you know, very obsessive. Like I felt like that was the story. Like the guy who just kept losing, who was the who was kind of like a kid, deciding, "No, nah, I'm going to be a man. And I'm going to be relentless." And he was just he was just going up against anything. I felt like that was that was the best heel we could have gotten from Austin Theory. But it was like as soon as he won the championship, he just went right back to being the brash kid that like just gloated all the time. And yeah. it's like, bro, we were already over that. Like, that's an entry level heel persona, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, I, I don't. I blame Austin Theory. I don't blame Booking. I think Austin, Austin. I think you got to figure it out, bro. You're young. You will, but you you need something, dog. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> like, you got the belt. You and walk, he's walking he around with a, the belt. <laughs> he definitely needs a few, man. So I will say this: as far as LA Knight goes. We all know that L.A. Knight, his feud with Bray Wyatt, even though the the payoff was bad, that feud helped get L.A. Knight over because L.A. Knight, help. he, he kind of outshined Bray in that feud. Like He came to the ring. He cut promos. He slapped them twice. Y'all remember when he slapped yeah, them twice? Yeah, like, twice. He kind of got over in that. The problem with Austin Theory is that 
this John Cena feud was supposed to do that for him because yeah. the John Cena feud was that was the comparison that everybody made. Austin Theory reminds them of a young John, John Cena. Cena. That was his trajectory. He was doing the mannerism. He was kind of acting like John Cena in a way. And that feud was really supposed to put Austin Theory over the edge. But unfortunately, what happened was, if we being honest, John Cena outshined Austin Theory in that. Of course he did. We on, when they had that, yeah. that promo off on Raw, John Cena kind of buried Austin Theory. He told him that he wasn't convincing. He told him that they pipe in noise for his promos because nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of foul. And yeah, he did do the honors of putting him over at Mania. But up to that point, like we already saw him get buried on the microphone. So it was just kind of hard to rebound from that. But so is it hard so, to rebound from that though? Like, is it? If you're not giving much to do after that, like that's that's our last impression of, of Austin Theory. Outside of that, he's done nothing but wrestle against Butch on I mean, random SmackDowns. Or... I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Triple H and Ric Flair. You know, the title doesn't make the man; the man makes the title. And we gotta like you gotta be able to take what you're given and go to the next echelon. Like, it's a reason why L.A. Knight could have a feud with Bray Wyatt and you know, the match not really result into something that was like the best, but he's able to take that momentum and even be more popular because he has character. He has slogans that people love and he has a tenacity that people are just naturally attracted to. He's not even trying. The guy went on a losing streak. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people right. like started, um, started cheering for him even more just because they loved him. And I think the problem with Austin theory is just that he doesn't know how to, how to tap into any character he's just he's just good and when you're just good it's fine but it's like it's only going to get you so far like we don't care about you and if we don't care about you then you definitely need a feud and if you don't have a feud then it's just like like we can only hate you for being brash for so long (laughs) like we gotta we gotta (laughs) hate you for something else dog like so that's not the creative that's not creative fault no, it's not. I, I, I think you, I think you, I think as a wrestler, you have to figure out what you're gonna do. I think I think creative is very influencing in your in what you're doing and how like they'll give you something, and you got to make the best out of it. Like the new day had to find a way to make the choir and <laughs> make the Steve, know, Harvey the, the Steve Harvey suits work, and they just how decided it was gonna be buffoons. It took a while. Well, how long did that? Uh, yeah, it took a long time. I mean, but it was a care. But they had a character. You get what I'm saying? Like they had something they could work with. Austin Theory doesn't have anything to work with. All right. So here's the thing. Austin Theory does have a character. He has a character. The problem is, <sighs> what's the character? The problem. <laughs> he's brash. He's arrogant. He's that's that's him. Like it's not a character. That's just, the, that's just personality. It's a character. It's a character, and I'll tell you why. La Knight is doing the same thing, and so is Grayson Waller. Yeah, no, but okay, a megastar is just a title. You're the megastar. I can be yeah. a megastar. What does that mean? Yeah, Cardi he's the megastar. is a megastar. That's he's not the- a character. That's just this, that's just what you're billed as. That's yeah. like saying that's like saying the icon is a gimmick. The icon it is, is just a, a slogan. Like, the Undertaker is a gimmick. Uh, no, the well, Undertaker's icon, gimmick yeah, was that icon. he was dead. Like, come on now. I mean, yeah. All I'm saying is that Austin Theory has a character. The one of the issues is that there's guys doing his character better than him right now. Like Grayson Waller is doing a better version of what Austin Theory is doing. L.A. Knight is doing a ten times better version of what Austin Theory is doing. Because L.A. Knight is arrogant, he's brash, but he has yeah. his own shtick with it. Even though yeah. it's the Rock and Stone Cold, so it's like but there's those, nothing that Austin Theory is doing that separates himself from the pack. We can argue much, right? that every we can argue though that every heel is arrogant and brash. Like those are just entry level 
traits of a heel. Not this isn't really. A Not really. There's very specific. So the Miz. The Miz is really the blueprint of this. It's the most. Like when I look at the Miz, I see I, I I see the Miz in L.A. Knight. I see the Miz in Grayson Waller. I see the Miz in Austin Theory. I even see the Miz in MJF, like yep, someone who's I not do, even yeah. in the company. So the Miz is really the blueprint. The problem is all the guys that I named are doing a better job with that shtick than Austin Theory is doing, and that's right. just the truth. I, I I don't agree, man. I, I I don't agree. I think there's just more attributes. You just think he don't have character at all. I I just <laughs> I don't. I just false, don't but... think it's. I just don't think he has a character. I think when we look at when we look at someone, Grayson Waller, who is, you know, still relatively early. I mean, the thing about Grayson Waller that separates him to me from He's Austin Theory is that, I mean, yes, he doesn't sound like anybody else because he's Australian. Might make me a crikey, might. <laughs> I'm right. Just, my. I was gonna say so completely different. He's like, I'm like, well, I guess he is Australian. <laughs> I mean, he is Australian. <laughs> well, I mean, he is Australian, but I feel like what makes him completely different is just like he knows how to put over himself in a way that I don't think um, Austin Theory does. I think Grayson Waller knows how to knows how to be far more convincing. I think he knows how to utilize his talents a lot better than Austin Theory. Now, do I think he has a character completely? Not necessarily. And I think we're going to see that in development. Um, but when evolves. you're, yeah, but when he evolves. But it's like, you saw him at, um, damn, what was the last PPL? It was a, where it was a Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, right? Yeah. Came out cutting this promo. Who's galore? Yeah. Like, Against Cena, and he was just moving through it. Moving the way through he it. shined, the way he shined in that promo with Cena, that was what that was what Austin Theory was supposed to do, and he let and me he can't down. Do it. Can't do it, man, yeah. because he ain't got it like that. Like he's good, but he he's he doesn't have a real character to bite onto, man. And I mean, I mean even Grayson Waller has the yeah, Grayson Waller six. effect. It's like he's got something. Like we need something. Like MJF had attributes to him. He had the scarf. He had being a douche, overly overly douche. He was throwing things in people's faces. Like it was like attributes that were like making it making him more of who MJF was coming to be. You know, pompous. You know, like it, you need more to yourself. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have anything. He's just good. And so it's like I how do like, I stick through? I, I feel like I feel like he's more. I think Sylvan, you said it a couple of minutes ago that he's like the Miz, or was that you? Mm-hmm. Oh no, that was um definitely it was Quan. me. It was me. That's yeah. definitely like okay, the Miz. so I, I believe he. I love he's, the Miz love in here, by the way. I love I love the Miz, but I feel hey, like he's just like a lower a lower tier of the Miz. Like I I can see him as a high school jockey, um, someone who's self obsessed, um, and right. just a, a flexor, pretty much. I think that's his character, mm-hmm. like a cocky high school jockey. I don't know, right? But. So my question to y'all, and I do think it's important to note that, like the guys were comparing him to the Miz, L.A. Knight, Grace, even Grayson Waller. These are dudes who are like thirty-five and older. Like Grayson Waller's like thirty-four, thirty-three. Really? It's important to Uh-oh. note that yeah, he's he's not he's not that young. Yeah. L.A. No, Knight, we all know L.A. Knight like forty-one. <laughs> yeah, he's been around. The Miz is like in his forties. It's important to note that. Austin Theory, the guy who we're talking about, he he did just turn 26 like last week. So he still got a long way to go. We were saying let it play out. We definitely have a lot to play out with him. But I have a question for both of you. Do y'all think that Austin Theory is miscast? Like this character he's Ooh. doing, is it just not him? Yes. I think that Ooh. Austin Theory, um, and you made this point, Quan, him going back like to his roots and being like the goofy kid with Gargano. 
I think they need to revisit that. You know what I mean? It was the reason why Edge and Christian worked out, right? Like he came right. into he came into WWE with the button. And it's like the thing about the button is like it could work for you or it could work against you. And we've seen it time and time again that when you get pushed a button, when you get put in prominent places, unless you're just really, really, really ready, unless you're like Brock Lesnar, and even then we saw what happened with that, like it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough for you to adjust because you don't really know yourself as much. And so, like, I feel like going back to what was working for him in NXT could allow him to really figure out, okay, this is this is me. This is not me. This is great. This isn't great. I mean, look at Jimmy and Jay Uso, man. Like, those guys <laughs> were tag team champions for 12 years, bro. I mean, well, tag team for 12 years. And they're they just getting cast. split, bro. Yeah. They're just getting split. Like they they were miscast for five, four or five they years. They were wearing face paint, doing yeah. warrior dances, and like yeah. it was cool, but that wasn't them. But they were right. figuring it out like them. But they were figuring it out. You can't be miscasted and put in the spotlight with Vince McMahon as the next as the next one doing all these like high spots. It's just like, bro, we're gonna see all your flaws in real time, like at a very high level. So I think he's definitely miscasted. Hey, you know, you know what I feel? I feel like he can go to the dark side and that will work perfect with him. Like I, I can see him on some judgment day Finn Balor type type wave. Like I, would like I don't know. I, I can just sure. see it. Like maybe Sylvan, you are correct. He can go back to the goofiness, but th- later on down the line, he gets betrayed or some crazy, some, some crazy happens. And then it turns him dark, you know, to the dark side, kind of like dark Vader. You know, I'm Star Wars head. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm Star Wars head, y'all. Y'all didn't know. I'm but yeah, I can whole, see him doing that, man. That's dope. I'm gonna go a whole different way with it. So, uh oh. So Austin Theory, like before Austin Theory made it to WWE, he was pretty well known in the independent circuit. He had a couple like documentary spots on like Vice and all these other um stations, and he was always painted as like the super athlete like the good the good guy who like from a small town he worked his way up he did hard jobs and he, his dream was to make it to wwe he just like really 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 wanted to be a wrestler so like painting seeing that and seeing him in that element and then seeing this brash cocky high school jock type of hill that he's playing it does seem like a clash because like i i know personally from seeing what he was and th- back then I, I just i know that's not him that's not him at all. Mm. Yeah. So honestly, I feel like what could work for him is completely tear him down. He's he's facing Santos Escobar for the uh US title. I want to think that's tonight. Lose. Have him lose. Have him lose. Yeah. Have him go all the way back to the back of the line. Have him do some soul searching. Have him realize that you know what? I'm not the person that I thought I was. I was cocky. I was arrogant and it got me nowhere. So now I want to really work my way up to the top. And have them do that. I feel like fans will get behind them. Yes, because I mean, because this, this this whole this cocky, I hate everybody, but I'm the man. Wow, it's it's working for him. He gets a reaction when he comes out, but it's clearly not doing anything to separate him from the pack. But when I look at L- what LA Knight's doing, when I look at what Gracer Waller is doing, <laughs> as much as I love Austin Theory, I don't think that <laughs> this character he's playing can compete with none of that at all. And none of, and none of them guys have belts. But theory, that's crazy. That's what I'm, that, and that's what's really crazy. He's had this title. He, isn't he the longest running U.S. T- champion since Dean Ambrose? Yep. Since Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. in 2013, bro. 
Mm-hmm. That's crazy. He's the longest so running champion, and it's done nothing for him. Like, they're absolutely trying. nothing. It's because he ain't got nothing, man. He has nothing to work with. He's just a heel. So he's passing his record in, in 100 days. Hey, we'll yeah, see. he's we'll not. See. Get that off. We'll, of see. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, he is 26, like I said. And before we get out of here, let me just ask y'all this one last question on Austin Theory. What, 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 what do you see ha- happening with him in the future? Like, do you see it actually working out for him, or do you think it's – this is the end of the like line. He's wrestling gonna, as a whole. Is he gonna get Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, is, is he gonna get Dolph Ziggler Ooh. where he's a career mid Carter, or do you see it actually happen for him? Do you, I do, see, do you see him actually... becoming the John Cena that he's supposed to? Oh, be? John Cena. Oof. I don't think he coming. Maybe like not a John, John Cena, but Cena type a star, star, a star <laughs> caliber person as he's opposed definitely... to like a, a background player. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a star wrestler in my eyes. I think he just has a lot so? of work to do. Yeah, I still think so. I think he has a lot of work to do. As long as Vince McMahon is on that chair, Theory is going to be in the spotlight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fact. That's just me. I think he has. I think he has a lot to work out, but he's got everything to be a star. Like the guy literally has everything except the character. So you, I think you get him a strong character that we can actually rock with and care about. Yeah, he's gonna go. You know, he'll he'll be a Randy Orton or something like that. You know, where it's like. Hall of Famer, like he's a, he's poised, man. But he needs something. Give that kid something to chew on, cause he's got nothing right yeah. now. Facts. Shit. Well, Facts. Austin Theory, we definitely rooting for you over here at Wrestling with the Homies. Get it together, my brother. We now play out. it's time to talk about something that I actually hate. I hate this discourse, <laughs> but it's it's never gonna die. We've established that this is here forever. Wrestling ratings. Why do we pay attention to the numbers? As wrestling fans, shouldn't the quality of the product be the only thing that we're worried about? Shouldn't wanting a a great show be the only thing that we're invested in? Why are wrestling fans so obsessed with the numbers? Why do we watch the ratings every single week and report on them and compare them. Just this last episode, we were talking about Collision having the lowest amount of viewers that it's had since its debut. Why do we even care about that? I just want to know, from your perspective, Sylvan, I'm going to start with you. Why do you care about ratings? Look, man, I care about ratings. You know, but I don't care about ratings, I think, as much as other people care about ratings. I care about ratings because there's still a measure of attention span for viewership right i compare ratings to like record sales right where you know record sales don't necessarily equate to the quality of an album but it does show the measure of who's tuning in and it begs the question as to well why are they tuning in is it a machine aspect is it just the company is really big uh was the promotion better um was there better marketing uh you know it's just a it's a it's a conversation to think about um and I think that when we're talking about ratings and wrestling, like, yeah, we're not going to equate ratings to like, oh, this was a good show or this was a bad show. But we are going to equate ratings to like, OK, well, who wasn't watching and why weren't they watching? You know what I mean? And that could beg up the question of is this show doing good or do they have good product? But we all know that it's not necessarily always, oh, the show is good or bad. Um, so, even though I may say that when WWE was pretty bad, you know, those ratings were not looking that good. Like 1.2, 1.3, 1.1. 
you know, compared Honestly, to now. When WWE was, was at its worst. The, the ratings were still better than today's ratings, low key. I mean, Jesus, I hate to say that, that is crazy. Yeah. And it's also a different like 2012, yeah. 13. It's a different time for sure. Well, yeah, it's a different time. That is it's, crazy. Media has changed so much in the past 15 years. Right. So that was a very mature take from you, Sylvan. But I am not buying it at all. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna pass this off to Cooley because Cooley said it earlier. He said it earlier when we were talking yeah, about did. this. He I know sure Cooley did. knows what this is. Mm-hmm. Cooley, why do these fans get so wrapped up in his ratings talk? Fans, Be honest. First of all, first of all, this is a setup. <laughs> the elite is setting us up. <laughs> nah, but fans care yeah, about ratings because of tribalism. Oh, Thank AEW, you. we did woo, woo. WWE. Well, we did woo, woo, woo. Like, oh my God, it's back and forth. We're not getting no money from this. This is not helping yeah. our rent, our light bill, nothing. So why are we <laughs> so infatuated, infatuated with this? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Me personally, like, it feels good to know the product that I'm watching is doing great. So I guess that's the kind of angle you know you can take. Mm. But at the end of the day, it really don't matter. Um, SmackDown can do 2,000 viewers and it's still a great show. So it don't really matter at the end of the day. It's just so fans can get chirping and arguing back and forth. But okay, they're not doing 200,000. I know they're not doing <laughs> We would be like, what would we be like? We'd be like, yo, we would be like, yo, SmackDown why are they doing 400,000, 500,000? We'd be like, yo, what is going on? That's and why? Crazy. Why do we react that way? Why do we react? What like what like it's not about what we think, it's about what we respond to. So why are right. we responding that way? So it, it's honestly a number of different things. One of one of the reasons I believe that fans pay so much attention to um wrestling ratings, especially like ourselves. Like I'll be honest about it. We all as humans seek validation, some True. form of validation. And people being interested in the things that you are interested in is a form of validation. So honestly, if I'm a J. Cole fan, right, of course I want J. Cole's album to be dope. I don't want it to be bad. Why would I want it to be bad? Of course I want it to be dope. But because I'm a J. Cole fan, I also want other people to be J. Cole fans. So I want J. Cole's album to do 5 billion copies this first week. Now, obviously that's not possible, but I would be happy to see J. Cole succeed. Because when he succeeds, it validates my opinion of the music that I like being good. And I think that transfers right over to wrestling. People seek validation. If I am a fan of this wrestling company, AEW, and I want to see them shine, of course I'm going to pay attention to ratings because I want to be validated in my opinion that AEW is a dope company. So I want them to get the most viewership that they can. So validation plays a huge part in it. But also... From a business standpoint, as a fan, you kind of want to see the things that you like succeed for the simple fact that if it's not succeeding, that's less content for you. If J. Cole drops an album and it does 20 copies, am I getting another J. Cole album? I don't know. Well, why? If like, a- why? Be- like, what's, what is that? Because, because why would the label put their resources in something that's not going to return on oh, that Oh, I see investment. what you're saying. Like, like is the business going to continue? Like, if I'm an yeah, AEW yeah. fan or if, if I'm a WWE fan, let's not use AEW for this one. Let's use WWE. If I'm a WWE fan and I'm very invested in, in SmackDown, I love SmackDown, right? But SmackDown is doing underwhelming numbers every week. How do, how do I know that, that it's not going to get canceled? Like, is, 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 the, is Fox going to re-up on this show that nobody's watching? 
Yeah, that's real. I respect that. So that's that's gonna affect me at the end of the day. Yeah. And that 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 is very true for AEW because AEW is a young company. The content that they're putting out, a lot of weeks they are number one, but a lot of wrestling fans feel these numbers are lackluster. If they continue to do lackluster numbers, is um, Warner Brothers and TBS, are they going to keep investing in this <laughs> this product that's not turning out the numbers that they want? Which I don't true. know if that's true because they might love these numbers. I'm just speaking hypothetically. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we don't know what those numbers look like to the network, right? Like to the network, right. it could probably be like, oh, this is great. We're doing good television. You know, it's not WWE because like, why would it be? Um, but this is still good television ratings. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it is. I don't know. You know, I'm not a television ratings expert like that. But I mean, in that, I don't think rating, I just don't think ratings equate to a good show, but it is good to like, I think it's cool to to see ratings and being like, yo, why? Like, why is it getting this much? Like, we were just talking about it with SummerSlam and Collision. Like, damn, why did Collision fall over 300,000 in ratings? And it's like, obviously, it's because of SummerSlam. But right. it just begs the, you know, it just begs the question, like, why? Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Why did NXT go up its highest viewership to 700,000 in the past two years? Because Judgment Day and Dom. Like, man, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, it just <laughs> right. equate. It just shows, that's just, like. That's actually insane, by the way. That it's insanity. Mysterio has this impact hey. on NXT right now. Yeah, I, I said that's, said that's the reason right why they. Dom, man. Dom Yo, moving the needle. When Cooley said that. When Cooley said that, I like dismissed it. I'm like, ain't no way that people just tuning in to see. Don might be the Mysterio. Roman Reigns of uh, NXT. They like the hated <laughs> guy. They love that. <laughs> hey, he might be the Roman Reigns of NXT, dog. Hey, Jake so, Park. Jake Park spoke on that. He said he does that on purpose because they bring in the most money. They bring in the most attention. They love a hill at the end of the day, you know. So, hey. right. Yeah. I mean, we, really we pay to him. see the hill lose. We, yeah. we we pay to see the hill lose. As much as we want to see the hero win, yeah. we really want to see the 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 villain lose. We That's love to hate. We love to hate. Right. We hate to feel nothing. We want to feel something. So, right. So, but but back to the um the ratings conversation because this is a good conversation. I really want to pose the question: Why are ratings the only thing we we pay attention to when it comes to a company's success, and why aren't we pay att- paying enough attention to like? Attendance to merchandise Dang. sales. I, I mean, we talk about attendance from. I mean, I mean, well, AEW's been talking about attendance. I, I feel like I feel like the companies really talk about the attendance a lot. Like Triple H is constantly like, "Just did our biggest thing, you know, in the past, <laughs> you know, four thousand, you know, <laughs> right. epic night." But that's the company. Know. But you know, Tony does it too. I, but you know, I feel like the company does, but I don't know about the fans. That's what I'm saying. The I, company I, I feel does. like the fans don't really care about what's filling seats as long as they can watch it from home. At the end of the day, it's all about viewership, isn't it? Even though AEW has been like stressing this Wembley uh, thing, like the AEW fans, I see them stressing these these Wembley seats, like for real. Like I I see it on my timeline every day. I'm like, okay, we get it. <laughs> well, let's like, be honest. Selling <laughs> seats, be like honest. great. Let's be honest. As a as an AEW fan myself, a lot of AEW fans are doing that as a coping method. Pe- coping mechanism because whenever something happens in aw that is not <laughs> the most positive um coverage like for instance the three hundred thousand viewers on collision they immediately follow that up with ah, but wembley stadium adk they it's like it's a but at this point whenever something bad happens it's like but we did adk though so don't pay attention to this pay attention to that adk 
I just feel like it's like, bro, like it's SummerSlam. Like if, like as a wrestling fan in general, you're gonna watch SummerSlam. Like you could be a TNA, like you could be an Impact guy. You can be a New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like as a wrestling fan, you're gonna turn tune into SummerSlam, dog. You're gonna tune into Thanks. WrestleMania. Like it's just wrestling. Like it's the big four. Like there's nothing embarrassing about going head to head with one of the biggest pay per views and maybe suffering some like ratings like you guys just had the you're clearly in the right direction you guys are your ratings are going up consistently consistently it's just a bad night like but i don't know that's another conversation i, I right just, i don't i don't get and, aw fans sometimes man and, and and now that i'm thinking about it we really don't talk about merchandise merchandise sales like at all at Unless all la night yeah like la night yeah. has the like five of the highest selling t-shirts in wwe Sure, CM Punk too. was breaking records for pro wrestling yeah. tees. Like, we don't talk about none of this. We only focus on the number of viewers that's watching. And the thing is, that's flawed because so many yeah. people record episodes. So many people watch on other ways. There's the internet. So it's like, this is such an outdated concept that we're continuously focused on every single week. And I feel like fans just don't understand that. And I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'm a part of the problem because I focus on it too. I like it. You know, I think it's good. I think it's a good conversation. Like, oh, y'all did it's this. tribalism. It's just like it's just I, part I, of tribalism. Yeah, it's part it's of tribalism. tribalism. But I, I yeah. like, I like, I like asking why. Like, I want to know why it's going on. No, like you this. don't. You love to. You like to gloat WWE's numbers against AEW's numbers. That's all, that's what you really like to. Do. I don't. I, I like that AEW's doing good. I like that. I, I think they should continue. Are they to though? Keep. I mean, that's I don't. Really, I don't. I don't know if they're doing good. Let's really get to, into that. What, I don't know if they're doing good. What's being good? What's doing good to you? To me, doing good is appealing your network. Like whoever you're signed but, to, if they're good with your numbers, then so be it. Like what's the so, problem? But some people, and I can po- I I pose this question to you and Cooley because some people say that AEW hasn't grown since its inception. And honestly, when you look at the viewership, just the viewership alone, I won't talk about the house sizes and the Wembley Stadium. Mm. We all know what they're doing at Wembley. But as far as viewership, do y'all know what the highest rated AEW show was ever? CM Punk debuting, right? Nope. Well, it was um, literally AEW's debut show. Oh, what? Oh. I think I think they did 1.4 million. They haven't touched that number since then. I mean, what? it's also it's also the yeah. fact. But I mean, we got to talk about you know. And I hate to put one on my AEW cap, but I mean, they're kind of going through yeah. what any any wrestler goes through, right? Like we got a, the theme of these pod of, of our pods have recently have been like, yo, let it play out, right? It's a five year old mm-hmm. company, so now that they've gotten past the initial hype. Um, they kind of got to figure out what makes their product hot. You know what I mean? Like it's no, it's no longer. And like we said before, like a big part of <clears throat> AEW's fabric was we are the alternative to WWE. And now that WWE is hot, it's like okay, well now we got to really figure out what that alternative really means outside of we're a better show. You know, it's not enough to just be a better show. Now you got to figure out why. You got to define what that means. It's not just like better wrestling or better mes- wrestling matches. I just feel like they got to figure it out, man. Like it's 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 still early for them. They're still a 5-year-old company. Right. You know what I mean? At least that's how I feel. And then I'll pass that off to Bruh. Cole. So do you think they're growing Bruh. or do you think that <laughs> they stalled? Bruh. I'm looking at these I mean, numbers right now. <laughs> they, they might have declined. Yeah, they might have I, I told you. Like at, Bro, at some point What? It <laughs> Their, their, their most watched show was the debut show, and they haven't touched that those numbers insane. since then. So a, a lot of people argue that there hasn't been any growth in AEW. Now, I would 1. say that 4. that's false because 
AEW wasn't filling 80,000 people in one stadium in the no. beginning, and now they are. But it is kind of questionable why they haven't gained much viewership since then. Because WWE viewership had fell off at one point. SmackDown I mean, was yeah. doing like less than 2 mil. Raw was doing like 1.2, 1.4. They were Dynamite was almost outdrawing Raw at one point. But I then remember something I, changed, and now WWE is back in the two millies. I mean, there's all there, yeah, bro. That's their stuff crazy. was also their stuff was also down early on, like you know, before the Monday Night Wars happened. You know, what I mean, like they were they started Raw, yeah. and then it was like their viewership was just in the toilet, and then they had to figure out what are we gonna do? Like, who are we gonna put at the forefront? What's what are we gonna make? Who are we gonna make that's gonna be exciting? I think Tony Khan has to stop. You know, and I'm just being real. I think Tony Khan's got to stop like appealing to AEW so much. You know what I mean? Because I think AEW is very invested in the wrestlers that have been there. Like they want to see the MJFs and a few other guys like, you know, and I think MJF is doing great, Mm -hmm. but you got to start bringing in like, you got to start cultivating real stars, like real stars. And I don't think they're doing that. I think they're... Wait, so do you mean like already established stars? I don't know about, I I don't know about already established stars, but like they got to create new characters that are just really compelling. Like, you know, Stone Cold, you know, as much as I hate to say it, like he, he was a, like he already had like a certain gimmick, but it was like, man, he came into the fold and, you know, the rock came into the fold. Mankind came into the fold, you know, at a time where they needed something. It was like Shawn Michaels was dope, but it was like, bro, we, I love we how you, you say that. Like, it's so easy though. Like they got, I don't think it's easy. I don't got to create a compelling character. Stone Cold is Stone Cold. I don't, I don't think it's easy. Once in a lifetime type shit, man. I don't think, I don't think it's easy. And that's a, and I don't mean to compare it in that capacity. I just mean that they are past their hype. It's like, bro, at this point we get what AEW is now. How, how are you going to redefine it? Or are you just going to keep doing the same thing? Because, they're kind of doing the same thing. And we're realizing that there's a cap. There's a cap on this type of product. And if they want to stay there, then that's cool. But if you want to be top dog, then you're going to have to dig in deep and figure out what you can change about the product. And that means you might have to alienate some of your core fans. That's if that's what you want, Tony. So to, an- to, you don't to, answer, that, Quan, to answer Quan's question, just judging off these numbers, Wow. They're very stagnant. Like it's the same. No, 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 no. Like I never noticed that. I'm sorry, I never noticed that. But like, wow, it's like the same thing. But I feel like it's not to the point where the network would drop them. Like at the end of the day, this this is all up to Tony Khan. Like he has the ball in his hand, so he has to work on his product, his mm-hmm. his wrestlers, his his development, and everything. But yo, that is insane. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for I that, will, Quan, man. What the hell? And I will say this: before AEW fans come for us, I, I will play the part of the AEW fan because I do love AEW. I know these numbers look lackluster when you're looking at them in comparison of the WWE scope, but these shows are still like number one in their time slot. Like it's like Dynamite might yeah. only be doing 800k versus the two million that SmackDown is doing, but Dynamite is still number one most nights in its time slot. And I'm sure the the I'm sure TBS can't complain about being the number one rated show that night. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's success, right? Like you you you're in your lane and you're killing it and you're appeasing the people that are invested in you. That's success. You know, if you want more than that, if you want to be big dog and you know, compete with that other company, then I mean that's another conversation. But I feel like they're doing great. 
like I don't I don't have any slight to AEW. I think I think we just kind of got to be real about the amount of patience it's going to take if they want to scale this even further. And I think Tony is very ambitious, right? We've seen him. We've seen his character, his right. demeanor. He wants he wants he wants that top spot. So it's like if he does, he, it's going to take it's going to take some sacrifices. You know what I mean? It's like final- at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's just is what it is. 800 k is good to me. If I was Tony, I wouldn't even worry about what WWE doing right. because it's like exactly two million. It's a 70, 60 year old company. Like, what do you expect? That's what bro? I'm exactly. saying, bro. And it's on Fuck network your... TV. Like, that's a that's spot. Just what are we, just what are we talking lane. about? Yeah, what are we talking about? Eight hundred is but, solid to me. But but see, but see, you know, and I don't, I hate to go on like on, on an off, you know, tangent. But like, that's always been my issue. Is that like why is AEW even concerned with WWE? Like the amount of success they've garnered in five years is unprecedented. We haven't seen anything like that since WCW. It's incredible. Yeah, but I feel like that's the, I feel like that's just the the business side of it. Like that's a, that's you. a business practice. Like I feel like a lot of the tribalism that we see with the fans, it is kind of it was it was it's dog whistled by Tony Khan to be honest. He he throws the bone out there for them to attack, <laughs> and it's smart business to me. Like I know it's annoying when you see it online and all over your timeline, but. You're breeding a cult-like fan base, and that's never a bad thing. A cult-like fan base can carry you for years and years. So I, like, I can't be bad at that. Like he's just trying to spark up this perceived wrestling war, which we all know it's not a war because let's just be honest, WWE is not in trouble. They're they're not in in danger of going off air or anything like that. But I just want them know, to work you, with each if other. You, if you if you pretend there's a little war, you can. You can fire your fans up and make them dedicated viewers. So I'm not mad at it. I get it. I want to see them Facts. work together. That's all I want. I just want to see them crossover. I want. I want. I want to see more crossover promotions, man. I'm. I want to see more people double it's dipping, happening. man. It's not. But happening. it's not happening. Everybody. The AW and WWE are never working together. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> Hunter hates like, boys, man. I feel. And at this point, I feel like Vince McMahon, as old as he is. He might be a, he he might be the one that's open to it because I mean he worked with ECW behind the scenes and we didn't know for years until yeah. like later on so yeah. I feel like Vince McMahon would be up to it but Triple H yeah after what AEW did to his precious NXT yeah I can't yeah, see Triple war. H working with Tony Khan ever after in you my took life. Adam Cole from me <laughs> yeah stuff like if, if Triple Cole, H walks man, away man. from WWE I think he's just done with the wrestling business because I cannot see Triple H going over to AEW and doing at anything. all yeah hey quick shout out to uh to, to y'all AEW man like the, the the stuff that's going on right now with um MJF and Adam Cole is probably some of the best wrestling entertainment content ever so it's it's very sports entertainment too. It's like, very I, I sports entertainment. You know what I mean? Far. That's what I like to see. I want to see job, more good angles. Job, good job. Good job. More of that. Right, and, then, and final question before we get out of here. I just want to know, Sylvan, I'm going I'm to start with you. What do you see for AEW going forward? Do you see them finally tackling the big dog and catching up? Do you see them growing or do you just see them staying where they at for the rest of their tenure until um, it's over? I think, I think, and this is just being real, I think AEW can can probably I think they have potentiality to to trump potentiality a crazy word bro (laughs) it is potentiality to to trump WWE um you know for a period I don't think like for a long time but I think for for I think I think for a period of time um I think they can I think honestly it's just a numbers game though right like you kind of got to just continue to be in the mud it's business I think Tony Khan is a billionaire he can stick around for a long time 
And when you can stick around in business and figure things out, who knows where you might be in 20 years. Um, now that's not to say that that's going to happen. Um, but anything can happen. Things change, people change, products change situations. Right. You know what I mean? Moving different scenarios. Like for all we know, we could see one of the biggest stars in WWE right now, like decide, you know what? I don't, I want to leave and go over to AEW. You hey, know what I mean? And that could change the whole out there. She's still out there. You know what I mean? We can see the whole game game change. So anything, in my opinion, can happen. So I I do see, I do see them having a period where they are trumping WWE for a period of time, and that's coming from Mister WWE, baby. You see the title back. Be honest. I don't see no period. I don't see none of that happening. I am sorry. As long as AEW keeping them old wrestlers coming through and like clockwork, uh, yeah, I, we don't want, we don't want to see that, you know. And Roman is on top. Roman's the, the, the greatest wrestler of all time right now on this planet, basically. And he's still in WWE. They're not topping it no time. So I'm yeah. sorry. They got well, potential to get well, higher ratings. Potential, yeah. Regardless, regardless of whether we see AEW catch up to WWE or narrow the gap when it comes to viewership or if we just see AEW remain where it's at do steady growth and keep entertaining us I think we would all agree that having two promotions that are thriving right now is a win for everybody Facts. So I can't be mad at that so shout Big out facts. to AEW wrestling and with that we out of here that was a good conversation fellas yeah real construction y'all, y'all remain mature kept your composure I'm proud I'm yeah, proud, man. man. You know, I, right. you know, I, you know, you know, you know, we, you know, we can, no curse we can words. Yeah, it was man. no cursing, no fighting. Look, look I'm proud of you, fellas. I, you know, I we know how to conduct let's, ourselves. Let's hug it out like MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah. We know how to conduct ourselves, man. We know how to have, you know, great conversation. But sometimes we get passionate. We human. Hey, but I, I definitely wanted to beat your ass on that Austin Theory topic, though, because you had you had my son effed up. That's crazy that he's just... I almost slipped up. Look, at the end of the podcast, I almost slipped up with that. I kept it clean. Uh, It's our clean clean episode, baby.